to the Gentleman's Atlas podcast. Glad to have you guys back with me again, and let's go ahead and get started with today's topic. So today, given a suggestion given by a friend of mine, we're going to be talking about COVID, what it did for me, my take on it, and how you can take situations like this, situations of change and of really of discomfort, and turn them into catalysts for big monumental change in your life, and really start creating that life, that dedication, that discipline, to become that best version of yourself. So when COVID hit, you know, I was like most people. I enjoy the time off, staying at home. I could do whatever I wanted, go to bed late, do whatever I wanted, really just chill and relax. And it wasn't until about two weeks in where I kind of just sat there. And, you know, I've always been content with my life. I'm not going to say that, you know, I had these super big hardships. Obviously, I had moments like we all do. But I sat there and I was like, I really could be doing something. I have all this potential. I have all these gifts and all these opportunities provided by the struggles and sacrifices of other people. And thinking about it, I was like, man, I could do something. I could be someone. And that got me started on a path, which still today, that's kind of been the big moment where I've been like, yeah, it's time to get to work. So it was about... March 31st, 4.30 in the morning, I'm sitting on the porch. It is cold outside. It is freezing cold. I got a light jacket on and I'm tying my shoelaces on that cold concrete. It is quiet. You just hear the crickets. Nobody's moving. All the lights are off. I came to this idea that if I radically changed, really just looked at what I was doing and flipped the script, that I'd be in a new environment where I'd be ready to put the work in and I wouldn't feel uncomfortable or unnatural. So I went from waking up at 12 and, or yeah, waking up at 12 in the afternoon to waking up 4.30, first thing. And the first thing that I was doing was running a morning mile, just a quick mile to get the blood flowing. And so it was 4.30. This is the first day I was doing it. It's March 31st. I had spent about a week adjusting my sleep schedule and now it's time to put the work in. Hearing that silence, realizing that I was the only one around there putting the work in, made me really think about how it feels to be in that top 1%, doing what others won't do so we can be what they've only dreamed of being. And so with that said, you know, that was the start. That was the start of something much bigger than myself. That was the start of me joining a community of individuals who were not popular, who were not the normal, but the ones that understand the work that's necessary to become the best version and to become someone in society that we all aspire to be like. So, you know, that started a good workout at home. I had two sets of weights. That was my workout for the next months, I think three months until I could get back in the gym. And diet, you know, I went on a diet plan that I liked. It was flexible, you know, I made my own foods. I could do fasting if I wanted and have really big breakfasts, which is a big, something I'm a big fan of. And I really started kind of learning about knowledge and learning about different things. And when learning these new things, I really kind of felt that I could have 
so much of this growth that again I've been talking about this entire time I felt that you know my fate wasn't really something that I would find it wasn't something that I just let happen and it was something I create and there's a good quote that describes this and the quote goes something like people spend their entire lives trying to find what they're meant to do yet those that do something decided that life isn't something you find but it's something you create and those are words that have spoken true to me since that day and it's something that i've continued in my life um, with creating something like this so back to that period of growth you know i think one of the one of the biggest books that i read at that time that really got me into this like callousing your mind and becoming better was uh, can't hurt me by david goggins and just massive respect to the guy because he's done things that had been done and it wasn't to impress other people but it was to show others the way towards performing better and becoming better and making your mind so tough that nothing could break it and you know i was really inspired by it i will say that what he did in that book was just showing his story not to boast or to act better than anyone but to show how no matter the background no matter the challenges or the struggles if we overcome this victim mindset we can become the best versions of ourselves, right? Whatever that means for us. So I continue on this path. I wake up at 4.30, I go for a run. I come back, I get a weights workout in. I eat breakfast, I shower, I'm ready around seven. That to me was perfect. The fact that I could do all these things before anyone else was up made me feel like I was on the journey to think that part of that one percent so this continued until i started working as a children's director at a fitness facility which i've mentioned before in previous episodes that one knocked me a little bit i will say you know i think i had a great time with the experience and learning could not keep that routine because once you really start working those long hours for the first time it's just it's hard it's hard to keep those routines and i fell off for a bit and it wasn't until near the end of maybe my first month and a half, two months that I could get back on that routine. So COVID affected everyone. Everybody knows that everyone's had their own experience with it. But this entire time, ever since the beginning, if you look at it as a gift, as a time to change your environment and become better and focus on yourself, those are the people that changed massively. Those are the people that looked at their lives, saw potential, and did something about it. And so, you know, that goes back to the big memo. That's something that I learned throughout this entire time is that focus on what you can control and leave what you can't control to rest. Because again, if you can't control it, what's the point in trying to force it? Because it's not going to happen. You know, we all know that's how it works. We all know that. <laughs> no one wanted the pandemic, but you we can't control it. We can't control what those situations that happen. And situations like that come up. There's going to be obstacles in your life. There's going to be things that life throws at you. You can't account for it. You don't know when it's going to come, but they will. What we can do is focus on what we can control. We can prepare. And then when it comes, we deal with it right away. And so I think my biggest takeaway, if I were to tell you guys kind of what this did for me, is that there is no perfect moment there is no amazing window of opportunity 
that's just going to simply arise in your life. So what I say to you is that go, just take that first step because action, even if it's misdirection and not going in the path that's the best way for you, will teach you more than trying to prepare for the perfect moment. Taking that first step will always yield more results than spending months and months and even years for some people of preparation to try to get that perfect start because that perfect start doesn't exist. There will always be an excuse, a situation, a reason for you not to do it. But again, for every reason that there is, there's also a reason not to do it. And that's just where your brain's going to decide. Are you going to focus on the negatives, on all the things that can go wrong? Or are you going to look and say, what if I was right? What if I succeed? What if this works? What's the worst that can happen if it doesn't? Like, really, just think about it. Um, I know one of the things for me is that all my problems are psychological. Think about that. I can do anything that I want, and there's no obstacles other than my mind. Or death. Death is the only physical obstacle, right? And so that's the, the common sense things. Like, there's some things that a human can't do that would cause death. Besides that, you put these limitations. You say, I can't make this amount of money. I can't do this. I can't be this person socially. I can't be this confident or charismatic. That's a mental limitation. There's nothing physical stopping you. There is nothing physical stopping you. Not in that regard. So what I say to you is, again, what we talked about before, take these risks, take chances, become better by not being afraid to fail. That's going to do it for me today, guys. Glad to have you back with me again. And just stay tuned for the next episode.